1: Carl. Our show this week is Creator Reveals How to Master Your Own Mind, Part 2. So if you missed Part 1 last week, be sure to check them out in the archives of Voice America. Uh, But we're here with Part 2, and we're ready to get on with it.
2: All right. Well, we're halfway there, at least, if you've been in, uh, in touch with us. And we're going to round things off today with a deeper discussion of what it means to master your mind, and particularly with respect to what has often been called enlightenment through the ages. It's kind of an Eastern term, but it's an apt term because it, it depicts the journey we all go through in maturation, learning about life, growing up, learning about the world and finding our own place in it. That's also a spiritual journey. And unfortunately we have opposition. We're dealing with darkness in our realm, if you hadn't noticed, and we've talked about this on and off uh, in every program in one way or another. We have dark spirits who mess with us and attach to people, and we also have an extraterrestrial problem. They are controlling a lot of things behind the scenes, and much of what you see play out on your TV screens is because they're manipulating people's minds. So we want to share some aspects of that with you, because this is a very serious problem. We're having serious trouble right now globally, and they're involved in it. So let's just talk about the mind today and what we can do about the current state of affairs. Indeed, well, let's get on with it. U.S. creator, is an aspect of the
1: complacency induced by extraterrestrial mind control manipulation purposely intended to harm people through creating boredom? lack of motivation, and leading to life outcomes of
2: unfulfillment. All right, and this is what I channeled from Creator, Creator's words. This is a good insight in appreciating that the creation of boredom on the part of human beings is very destructive, and the whole spectrum of a dulling down, a loss of keen insight, interest, and passion for many things in life, and a retreat to a more passive secondhand involvement such as focusing totally on entertainments and being a passive watcher of television without active intellectual pursuits, not only dulls the mind, but keeps the programming coming and inundates the viewers with a relentless manipulation at a subliminal level. This is very much designed to wall people in and minimize their reach through a dimming of the senses and the faculties. This is why people who are not even programmed specifically with some agendas can watch an egregious display of bizarre, ideological-based conduct, and yet be complacent, even if they do not agree with the perspective on display. This is wholly unnatural, and it is a stifling and a diminishment of all who are influenced in this way, but yet it is widespread and has been predicted for many years that this would be a means of control of the populace. It is happening now in earnest.
1: You know, I can I can see shades of that in myself, Carl. I like to think that I'm somebody who's making every effort to stand strong. But, you know, I, I sit back and look at all this depravity and unmoved in many cases. You know, it's kind of alarming to see it myself even.
2: Well, the the deep, dark secret of all this is that there is an ongoing subliminal manipulation 24-7 through all of the media. It sounds like a paranoid fantasy, but we're talking about realms that are way ahead of us technologically. The Anunnaki civilization is almost 5 billion years old. We've been around a little more than 100,000 years. We've only had advanced technology for 100 or so of those years. So imagine if we'd had advanced technology for a million years or a billion years, how far advanced we might be and what we'd be able to do. So that's what we're up against. And breaking out of the complacency is a tough thing. But with a spiritual process approach it's possible.
1: Well, let's let's get into that a little bit more. You ask Creator, when Creator speaks of standing strong against the onslaught of interloper mind control, are we really talking about standing strong against our own deep subconscious mind and its unfortunate tendency to listen to the entreaties of the interlopers with naive trust and gullibility?
2: And Creator tells us this is literally true. Because of the disconnect, the deep subconscious becomes in many ways a hindrance because it is vulnerable to manipulation through mind control subjugation to develop many erroneous and self-defeating limiting beliefs about the self-worth of the person. Their lack of power and dim prospects for achieving happiness and success and so on, depending on the particular levers the interlopers wish to use to disrupt a person's life and diminish them. This is most unfortunate because when fully integrated, the divine human has much greater capability because the benefits of each level of the mind, which are profound, even taken in isolation, work together in a synergistic fashion when fully integrated so that the whole is much greater than the sum of its parts. And even with a restriction, being in physical mode and the denser nature of the energy of earth plane Humans are a much greater force to reckon with than presently the case because of the alteration dividing the mind into separate layers.
1: I know we've talked about this in many shows and episodes in the past about the deep subconscious, but just to reiterate, we all have this deep subconscious that communicates with us only emotionally. It's not able to communicate in a direct fashion with the vast, vast majority of us. There are some exceptions, as I imagine. But the interlopers can communicate with it directly, and so we're not when we feel these emotional upwellings, you know we're not aware that there's this whole dynamic going on underneath the sur- surface, and it's quite diabolical
2: yes, and it also explains why people are so messed up, why they have so many inner conflicts, they don't realize there's a battle being waged down below deep in their subconscious
1: oh, so many, as if we don't have enough to worry about Carl. You ask, Creator, when a being succeeds in standing strong, are they in effect training the deep subconscious to ignore the mind control communications in the same way that a well-trained guard dog will ignore a raw steak tossed at it by a would-be trespasser?
2: Creator tells us, in some respects, this is true. It is always the case that to remain composed, calm, and have needed self-control There must be a very rapid sorting and assessment of competing thoughts about what is unfolding to reserve judgment, to not go off half cock, so to speak, and allow oneself to be triggered into panic mode unnecessarily, or even to move towards taking a rash act that would turn out to be inappropriate. For example, to strike first when there may simply not be enough information to fully understand that an unfolding situation is not truly a threat, but an opportunity and does not call for an attack, but rather a full hearing of the other party and the issues at hand before responding and so on. So there are many factors involved in how one operates that will be governed by the ability to ride herd on the parts of the mind that might be shaped more than others by dark experiences and traumatic events to inculcate dark beliefs as a result. Beliefs in one's own vulnerability, one's own weaknesses, One's lack of authority, lack of power, and so on. When one is standing strong, it is because they are enough in divine alignment to be raised up by the flow of love and light coming through them. In a sense, they are being empowered in the moment by Creator's love force energy, and that transcends who they are as a human in the physical. You are inhabiting a kind of remote outpost still connected to your soul, but with various filters and potentials for diminishment of fuller awareness and sources of energy and knowledge that could be brought to bear to help in an emergency, but may be difficult or slow to arrange. So it is more likely to be overwhelmed in the moment by negativity, and that will govern the outcome in a particular circumstance, causing someone to weaken and become vulnerable, and then perhaps be overpowered by an interloper to gain the upper hand and carry out a campaign of manipulation to suppress and subjugate them. At a minimum, such attacks become a major distraction at some point and can sideline an individual dramatically and render their life truly ineffective because they will be struggling to survive the onslaught and keep going even in a humble and meager fashion, but will not return to a former state of strength and resilience easily without outside help through healing. When you are in alignment with creator's flow of love, you can become invulnerable and impervious to attack. That is why we emphasize over and over again, the importance of partnering with creator to line up with love. It is not a faint hope. It is not a weak position as often characterized in calling a man who is compassionate and cares about the wounds of others or the plight of the downtrodden as being a sissy. The opposite is the case. Those who value love, live through love, give love, and rely on love are the giants. And the loveless are the ones who lose and are often closer to death's door than they realize. That is the end result of depravity and the fate of the loveless being.
1: Yeah, I'm fascinated by this whole topic of standing strong. It's one of the things I've spent a lot of time thinking about, Carl. Um, You know, and it's interesting, you know, the last thing that he said about the downtrodden as being a sissy, I don't see that in, in the ability of standing strong and yet having love for even your attacker. You know, I... Personally, I do a martial art, Aikido, and the founder, Morabe Ueshiba, had a whole philosophy that you should not harm the attacker. You should simply redirect the energy and, and, and neutralize the attacker without harming the attacker. And so that's the reason I chose this particular martial art that I do. So this idea of being a sissy is foreign to me and my understanding of being in divine alignment.
2: Well, and you would be right. And that's the message very clearly that comes through. This isn't about lowering yourself, humbling yourself, making yourself a lowly supplicant. A lot of the disinformation in formalized religion is designed to do that, to diminish people, to tell them they're born in sin and they're flawed and unworthy to begin with. And then they've got to climb this mountain to get back in God's graces. We are all loved there will be a reckoning for our wrongdoing. There always is. That's through the law of karma. And that's an automatic function of the universe. It's not a judgment moment by moment done by creator. So we control our destiny in large measure. Absolutely.
1: You asked Creator, can Creator talk about the experience of insight? And sight is in quotes, because I think there's an insight in insight. When the executive consciousness sees the light, why is it being called seeing the light to begin with?
2: All right. And Creator tells us, here you are getting at the question of divine truth. And how close to divine truth might the thoughts and feelings and opinions of an individual entity be in the moment? Seeing the light is truly seeing divine wisdom as represented by the source of light itself the creator of all that is. In a physical as well as metaphysical sense, light in a state of completion is white light because it contains all the frequencies. All types of knowledge, meaning, and influence encompassed in one expression of totality. As a physical human being, you are a portion only and a small portion at that of your soul's totality. Correspondingly, your ability to perceive the vastness of existence is quite restricted, as well as your ability to think and reason. So, seeing the light is a metaphorical description of perceiving divine wisdom of some kind, meaning you are seeing the v- divine truth about something. So, having insight about an issue means quite literally being in sight of divine truth about the issue. Depending on the particular state of affairs, it will always represent gaining ground. Because even if the discussion is a prosaic one about human level awareness and understanding, being at least at the height in state of awareness compared to your fellow humans is better than to be in a state of ignorance altogether. Humans as a group are in a state of evolution to gain greater and greater awareness about the contrasts of ignorance and divine awareness. You are in a realm where ignorance abounds, unawareness abounds, evil abounds, all of which is the consequence of a disconnection from divine truth and an alignment with love in its fullest expression. So you naturally have a biased perspective to begin with, because your reference point is, in a sense, being in a kind of vacuum, because you are disconnected. So you must learn and grow to form a reconnection as much as you can with divine truth, bit by bit, and perceive within the value and the advantage of following the divine path. As you do so, you will resonate more and more with the divine love force flowing through the universe and particularly through living things. That is not only what animates you, it is what reflects your soul makeup and your soul purpose as well, because it is a divine creation with a divine intention inherent in its being. So your soul makeup your soul path and the soul journey you are on in the moment are all the pursuit of love expression in many manifest ways. This is the difference between seeing the light and being the light.
1: There is just so much
2: here in this channeling.
1: I particularly like the line you just shared. So you must learn and grow to form a reconnection as much as you can with divine truth, by. By bit, you know, a lot of people, myself included, get very impatient in wanting to reconnect and and see more and think more and be wiser. But we have to be patient and just, you know, go
2: at it. Yes, and this is a tough lesson for many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We, We have lots of flaws. We've got warts. We've got all sorts of strange quirks, idiosyncrasies, false beliefs, bad habits. And a dark karmic history from multiple lives of struggling and often failing, being victimized again and again and again, falling short, not having enough strength to cope, and crumbling. And all of those things weigh on us very heavily, not to mention those who are tempted to be a perpetrator now and then. And we've all almost certainly had our innings trying out that lifestyle. And unfortunately, that might help you stay on the top of the heap during your life. But what about the next life? You might right. come back and be a victim of a perpetrator as a karmic rebalancing forced on you by the workings of karma. So there's no way to escape being out of alignment. You're going to have to reckon with it. Yep. So I think the, the the urgent message here is... Figure this out. Get on board with it, because it's why you're here. It's what you're forced to deal with, and it's the best way to navigate and connect to your true purpose and make your life count in some way. Take a proactive approach to your
1: spirituality, not just a passive one.
2: Yes, Um, and that that is mastery of your mind in, in an absolute sense. I don't think there's anything better you can do with your time, efforts, and and sometimes money is needed as well to get healing. Indeed.
1: Check us out. You have our healing services at getwisdom.com. Up on our menu, there's healing. You can check out all that's available. Uh, We'll be right back right after this.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash
0: Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars featured the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death, there are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit getwisdom.com.
1: Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible Program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible Program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice
2: America Empowerment
1: Welcome back to the second
0: segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about
1: what creator says about mastering our own mind, part two. We had a show last week. If you missed that, be sure to go into the Voice of America archives and check the link, and you can uh, check out the first half. But stick tuned and st- stick with us for the end of this one. It's going to get better, I think. <laughs> Carl, um, you asked creator, people talk about their truth. Is there such a thing? Or is there really only one truth, along with people's unwillingness to question and examine critically their own worldviews and assumptions, compared to objective reality, in order to reconcile the sometimes blatant differences between the two?
2: All right, and I'll give you a little bit of an abbreviated answer. This went on for pages. Uh, Most of these questions are lengthier in answer than we are able to share in the time available in this program. But will give you the main ideas. All right, so this is what Creator says about having one's own truth compared to the totality. There is no simple way to look at what you are posing with your question. It is truly profound. In a big picture sense, there indeed is a single truth. It is the sum total of reality at a given point in time. All the stakeholders taking part in an event within their local ability to observe it through the limited sensing of physical human, for example, will feel strongly about what is taking place in the moment in that location because they have a stake in things and their future will be governed to some degree by the success or failure of what happens. So it is impossible for people to see much beyond their own perceptions and their stake in things because of this inherent bias. An aspect of divinity is to hold a higher awareness and to be aware of the higher truth that is always inherent in everything that unfolds. That degree of divinity will determine to what extent people can see and identify with the truth others hold and their stake in what is unfolding. And how they might experience it and evaluate it according to its relative merits for them. And it might well be quite different than your own. Wisdom comes from appreciating that with an interchange, there are many perspectives, many consequences, and many potential interpretations. All of which will ultimately be sorted out by the law of karma in assigning an overall meaning to what transpires. This is how people ultimately will inherit their contributions to the universe, both good and bad. The fact that it is delayed in its consequences is an aspect of the current paradigm underway. So this will not be felt in the moment as a force of nature because the day of reckoning will be somewhat distant. But as a consequence, it means there can appear to be many truths in the moment even though they may be quite in conflict with one another. So what this means is there is an error of interpretation underway because the ultimate truth will reckon the situation differently and may reward the victim and punish the perpetrator when in the moment unfolding the perpetrator feels justified in taking something from another and seeing that victimization as just and well-deserved. The final arbiter will be the law of karma. So, within the current paradigm of free will and free agency, where good deeds may not be rewarded and bad deeds go unpunished for considerable spans of time, the wisdom to see what is truly beneficial and in alignment and what is folly will be the saving grace enabling human progress. Amazing.
1: You know, <laughs> We've learned so much in this project, Carl, that uh, I'm thinking that it it might even be time to, to do another show on karma because there's a lot of deep insights there. And Creator certainly shares a lot here.
2: Well, it explains the human dilemma and why it's so difficult to find your way. And you don't get feedback sometimes until another lifetime. Right. about what you've been doing and this is a unique orchestration within our galaxy it turns out this this delay in the reckoning of karma The, rest of the a built in feature <laughs> yes it's a built in feature but it has many pitfalls and yes. that means you can really go out very far on a limb and fall off and there won't be anything there to catch you necessarily at least right away it might be quite a long time before the universe comes around to teach you the full lesson of the risks you were taking. Yes, but it, it
1: has an upside in that it's giving us a, uh, a bit of latitude to experiment, um, where if the lease was a lot shorter, that, that wouldn't be
2: possible. Absolutely. So this is an exercise in freedom with still harsh consequences. You know, we can't yeah. get away with anything over right. the long term.
1: And we all signed up for this from what I understand. So yep. you can only look in the mirror and you'll find the, the true perpetrator staring back at you in terms of why you're here. <laughs> you asked, creator, why are truly revelatory insights such a rare event for most people? Is hitting rock bottom a form of revelation, a form of insight? And why does it have to be such a difficult and protracted experience for most
2: people? All right. And this is what creator tells us. Many people have had this experience, unfortunately, or witnessed it on the part of a loved one or watched a movie where someone had this sort of transformation after just surrendering, giving up.
1: Yeah, my hand is raised too, Carl. So.
2: <laughs> okay, so we're all in good uh, company. Creator says, this is a profound and insightful question and analysis rolled into one. In your soul level experiencing in the light, You are a part of creator literally, and as such, share the loftiness of divine awareness and divine totality of being. As a physical human, you are a fragment of the divinity you hold as a separate soul. But that is the purpose of physical existence, to give you an opportunity to see the contrast and be aware of the consequences of disconnection. That is what you face now with the problem of evil and the desperate need to overcome it to restore everyone and everything within your galaxy to a high vibration in alignment with love. This is no small challenge but depends on your ability to not only appreciate what is missing but find a path to its restoration. That can only happen with a motivation based on an awareness of the problem's existence And the fact you have a role to play here to bring this about. Being in a state of disconnection interferes with all of the above because it leaves you as an island in a sea of ignorance. When you cannot see over the horizon, you do not know the possibilities and cannot even envision taking action in a way that will transport you to another realm another way of being and many greater opportunities than you have available in your very restricted current environment. When you consider the totality of the soul and your diminishment as a physical human in the moment, bridging that gap is the progress of learning, growth and enlightenment that will enable you to transcend the limitations of the physical and embrace the idea of having a role to change not only your destiny, but the destiny of the human family. When you can envision having compassion for those who torment you and keep you suppressed and partner with the divine to bring love to them and healing so they can regain a closer inner relationship with their own soul, it will be much easier for you to do the same. And this will change everything about your current circumstances and you will move into a new reality. That is your destiny inherent in the plan for divine human. Whether you will achieve that will depend on your ability to act and also to awaken others and persuade them to act. When you are living in a vast wasteland, experiencing a taste of divine love will seem revelatory in the moment because of its great contrast with your typical day-to-day experiencing. These experiences, even though rare, create an opportunity for inspiration to remind you there is something more. The fact that it is rare to have a revelation of this kind is simply a reflection of how subjugated and helpless people have become in being suppressed and subjugated for many thousands of years and lacking wherewithal when in a state of ignorance do not have the energy and initiative to even do enough exploring to stumble on the divine in action and see that as a role model they might follow and gain something in the bargain. For most, life is a dead end. Those who have a revelation are the lucky who still are in enough divine alignment that an offering can be made to them. Usually by the divine realm itself with that intention to raise them up a bit and reward them in responding to feel good about what is being experienced and encouraged to go further. This is what we term having a handshake with the divine. In a sense, it is a raising up that can last and become a new plateau, a new platform to reach even higher, to keep going in reaching out for more. And this can result in a quite successful journey of enlightenment. When people reach rock bottom, the least degree of betterment will seem like a revelation to them. So often it is not something so profound, but rather representing the vast gulf between their state of despair and humiliation, and even the thought of something normal once again. That is truly profound by way of contrast. And so there is often a new beginning that results from hitting bottom. When people finally let go of holding on to their self-abnegation and negativity about the world and give up the struggle, and by surrendering their fight against change, feeling that will threaten them further, they can open up and allow change to become possible. This is when the divine can answer a request for help at long last, and in raising them up, it will seem like a miracle, and of course, truly is in terms of what is taking place, the interaction of God with a physical human for their betterment in an expression of divine love. We see all of humanity having much room to grow. We do not wish for them to hit rock bottom in order for this to happen. You can use the awareness of such experiences to know that no matter who you are or where you are on the spectrum of possibilities. There is always something better you can have if you want this to be so and you reach out to the divine and ask for help to bring you along to attain the advancement it represents. You are all loved and supported, but to the extent you yourselves allow. It is your responsibility and obligation to make the first move. We are always there and waiting, and will respond with love each and every time,
1: you know, Carl, I think you and I are spoiled, <laughs> and so is everybody else listening to this because creator's treatment of hitting rock bottom is is just amazing. It's just truly, truly profound in its in its description.
2: Well, it's a profound experience for those who go through it. The lucky ones are those who can look up and see a flicker, a flicker of light, a flicker of a divine outreach, reminding them it might not be all over. There might be a possibility of turning things around. There is a path. Yes, there is a path. We're going to show you that path. We're going to put a little light on it for you. (laughs) And
1: and I think. You know, another profound lesson is that, um, you know, Creator even said in this channeling that a lot of people are on a dead end. You know, they're not uh, they're not going after revelation. You know, you, you, for a lot of people, revelation is something that just happens to you out of the blue. You're sitting back and out, and you're surprised by it. But my my experience is not quite the same as that. I'm not. You know, sometimes it is a surprise to get a revelation, but I think you have to kind of be proactive in going after or setting the stage to allow it to happen in your life.
2: Well, that's very true. Like everything else in your life, there is an action step required. You must do something. You cannot be passive. That gets you nowhere. That's what movement is an important feature of your day. Right. (laughs) You you must rise from your, your bed at some point if you want to accomplish something in the greater world. So this is not shocking. But the other message in here is not only personally are there things for you to do, you're also responsible for the human family as a member. And there's tons of work needed and it's primarily because so many are still asleep. And it's really why each and every person is here, to participate in that awakening.
1: Indeed. You know, an interesting insight I have, Carl, is that, you know, me and you are kind of similar in a way in that, you know, we came to our roles in the Get Wisdom Project after many, many years, even decades, of searching in more, you know, ordinary ways for answers to our spiritual questions, you know. This, this is not the beginning of a journey. It's, it's more deep into the journey. And so you, you, have, to, um, you have to chase the goal and, and really work at getting the answers any way that you can. And when you make that effort, Creator and the divine realm are, and your higher self and everybody else is, is part of your soul group are going to respond in kind after a while. And you can end up in the situation that both Carl and I are in where we're getting profound answers on a frequent basis now, revelation is happening with us every week.
2: <laughs> yeah, and every day. In yeah, in many cases, and we have more than we can share. I'm, yes. I'm behind in updating our own database of <laughs> questions and answers. It's over two thousand pages of material at this point. We ask about all kinds of things. And a lot of it's not pretty. It, it's a tough message in many respects. We're in serious trouble here. Yeah, And that's are. why we're bothering to do this. This is an outreach to awaken the world community. There is spiritual work to do to save humanity, literally save humanity. People don't want to hear that. And, you know, you have enough to deal with with your own personal sphere of influence and your own uh Uh, burdens, making a living, taking care of loved ones, and so on. But there's always more you can do through prayer and through a healing outreach and a request for healing. And if you do so, especially for the perpetrators among us, it will save everyone else in the doing. Absolutely. So this this is something people are completely ignoring for the most part. Yes. Those who are religious and who pray often spend a lot of time expressing gratitude and doing worship, which is all well and good. But Creator already knows you're grateful as you have those thoughts. Right. <laughs> and and you're not doing something to help yourselves. So that's the piece that's missing. You know, no, this is selfish.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Carl. We're going to come back and explore more of that about why healing is the key to gaining mastery of your mind when we come back right after this.
2: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
0: Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars featured the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Welcome back to the final segment of Get Wisdom. We
1: are talking about mastering one's own mind with Creator's help. Carl, you asked uh, Creator, how can the Lightworker Healing Protocol and dedicated prayer work enable and accelerate the quest to master one's own
2: mind? All right. Very central and to the point. Here is what Creator tells us. What has run through this discussion of mastery of the mind are many examples of being out of alignment with divine principles and the consequences for happiness and well-being, with the backdrop of evil abroad in the land seeking to drag you down, diminish you and overwhelm you if that is allowed to happen. So there is great room for improvement for the world as a whole and the human family as a whole. Given you are all intertwined and involved with one another and interdependent as a result, whether you realize this or not, you will be held back and diminished by the least among you, even as you are raised up and enhanced by the greatest and most effective members of your family in their ability to give and receive and share love. Given the state of depletion, complacency and diminishment There is much to be gained through partnering with the divine and doing so in earnest through daily prayers, to ask for divine grace, to improve your life in all ways, and to not only advance, but to be protected, supported, inspired, guided, and healed in the bargain. There is a tremendous backlog of healing need to right the wrongs of all the parallel lives you have been involved with and through experiencing so much adversity, given it will be similar with respect to diminishment and the challenges to success, that there will be many, many woundings and their influence through the looping of time to drag you down and be roadblocks in reaching out for help. Roadblocks to success in what you are experiencing as the current life. So there is no time to waste with this, And doing so in a way to maximize the, the potential to heal as much and as quickly as possible. That which represents an obstacle to your advancement. Every act of yours that diminished another must be rebalanced and repaid to the universe in some way by you yourself through your energy. Every action you took to diminish yourself through your thoughts, your self-hatred. Your diminishment through developing negative beliefs of being unworthy, undeserving, incapable, untalented, hopeless, helpless, unloved, and on and on, are a wound to the self and a wound to the soul at your own hands and essentially make you a perpetrator just as much as you would harm another or even kill them. If you belittle yourself and diminish yourself and ruin your future, You might as well be dead with regard to the benefits of the lifetime involved. And in some respects, it would have been better to simply kill yourself, return to the light, and restart. than continue wounding and wounding and wounding and wounding and and undermining many futures and many future lifetimes through the damage you have done to your own being. So these are no small errors, no small events that have consequences and require restitution and a restoration of balance to put back the love that was denied, the love that was diminished. There is no time to lose. The highest and best way to do this is to use the Lightworker Healing Protocol to apply it to yourself as well as others. That is inherent in the protocol and all of its wording and its intentions. So you have the dual benefit of undoing self-harm as well as harm to others in your environment and any role you might have played in being the victim of a perpetrator whose healing will free them and raise them up. In this way, you make many comprehensive parallel benefits happen for many, many other individuals. And this includes many dark spirits and other entities who have harmed you through the ages. So the use of the Lightworker Healing Protocol is not only the best and most comprehensive tool for healing, it is the best tool for attaining enlightenment. Because achieving enlightenment is an exercise in healing. By definition, it is a lack of being in the light being in alignment and that has happened through wounding, through trauma, to diminish you, to lower your vibration, to take you out of alignment with love and light in some way or another. Healing puts that back. It restores the missing love and provides a restitution for the diminishment and all of the damage that results and accomplishes the enlightenment everyone professes to be seeking but without realizing it is a divine exercise and a lack of divinity in the experiencing that constitutes the problem. The act of healing is the mechanism for enlightenment to happen. It is that simple and that profound. This is the path all need to be on if they wish to heal an advanced state of being through enlightenment if they wish to reach an advanced state of being through enlightenment and enjoy the glorious and tremendous future that awaits you in other dimensions with the ascension of humanity that has been long envisioned and long expected but cannot happen until all in the human family are ready. And that in turn will not take place until the perpetrators have been healed, until they are healed and free you from their grip, you cannot become sufficiently enlightened to transcend the physical. That is the challenge before you. You were created to solve the problem of evil. You must start with the evildoers, the origins, the originators of evil, the dark spirits, and then the physical extraterrestrials who subvert and control your world. Only then will you be free enough from their dark influence to fully participate in your own healing to a sufficient degree to gain the rewards through ascension. It is creator's plan, but success or failure is in your hands to make happen. If you partner with us, we will do our part, but we cannot do it without humans asking for our help and partnering with us all along the way you know i think this
1: is a good time to point out that we're talking about the lightworker healing protocol you can get more information about the lightworker healing protocol by downloading our ebook that describes it in great detail at getwisdom.com lhp the other thing aspect of this question was you know dedicated prayer work obviously not everybody even knows what the protocol is but today right after this show you can do prayer work for protection and healing. And, you know, we have a global threat now, Carl, this coronavirus is is quite alarming. And I know I feel better when I reach out and simply say a simple prayer, asking for the divine realm and creator to protect me and my family.
2: Yes. Well, everyone should be doing that. We may do a show next, uh, next week about this because there's really no time to lose to give everyone a heads up. This isn't something for the CDC to reckon with. This is something for God to reckon with. And that can only happen when you speak up and request it, just like everything else. We've been hearing that all day today. You must ask. You must partner with us. You must take action. Indeed.
1: Carl, you asked Creator, you have told us the deep subconscious can communicate easily with the higher self. If this is so, does this imply that we can go on and give specific instructions to the deep subconscious of a person about trusting and communicating with their own higher self to request help and guidance on an ongoing basis to help improve their lives and improve their well-being so the deep subconscious is not left on its own, unable to cope with all the sources of stress and encounters? Or is that impractical or unlikely to be carried out?
2: All right. And Creator tells us. This is a brilliant deduction and will be rewarded in kind because it is the key to righting the wrong that has plagued humanity for many thousands of years now. That each new human being is born into a defective body because the deep subconscious is disconnected from the conscious level, even though it can communicate with the higher self. It is quite feeble in its thinking and reasoning and will not know the opportunity is simply sitting there to do an outreach and request assistance. This you can provide as a channeler by talking to the deep subconscious of anyone you wish to help and present a series of principles, guidelines, and instructions for how to reach out in a divine way to receive divine guidance This will be a tremendous blessing and can result in very solid gains and true breakthroughs in helping people take back the reins and run their lives in a more efficient and productive fashion. Most of the inertia and the inner confusion and the liabilities of the deep subconscious creating negative emotions and chronic stress that so hamper people in their productivity, can be surmounted simply by giving this new empowerment to the deep subconscious. So this can take care of one or of the major defects people suffer with from the outset coming into life, the disconnection from the higher self. The inability to transmit knowledge and information directly from the deep subconscious to the conscious level will remain But the help available to the deep subconscious from higher self can go a long way to restoring equilibrium in many respects, especially because the parallel life traumas loom so large as a source of negativity, dragging down the person's emotional life and getting in their way subliminally. Once someone develops proficiency in communicating with their higher self, The overall stress will lessen and the burden on the mind overall will be more than cut in half. The fact that deep subconscious comprises the majority of the mind, 70% in fact, means that taming its greatest source of conflict will pay many dividends for overall well-being of the individual.
1: I love the way the creator just drops in these little Easter eggs as we called it in the uh programming community little hints of wisdom that 70% of our mind is the deep subconscious I mean I, I didn't know that before that's really fascinating
2: well it is you know people have this sort of truism they've they've learned from science that we only use you know five percent of our mind and so on and and in actuality that's not far from the truth because the lion's share of our mind is outside conscious awareness totally yes. It is doing really good. things, but we're unaware
1: of it, yeah and this is really good news this whole channeling it's this is part of the insight that you've gotten just recently about how we can you know you can use deep sub you could use subconscious channeling and maybe in the future of like, the white we protocol to enhance the communication of the higher self with the deep subconscious
2: well, this is this is a lifeline to the divine and we will attempt is to strengthen even the uh, instructions and requests we have in the LHB right now for this kind of communication to be healed. So we're on the march here and we're learning as we go and adding new bells and whistles and profound truths in this healing endeavor. And as Creator pointed out, if you want an enlightenment, heal yourself. That's the path. And that's the path
1: for all of us. And it's the path for humanity as well. And the uh, urgency has just gotten quite a few notches higher, so we have a lot of work to do, Carl.
2: Yep, but Creator is there for us if we take advantage, and we're doing that. So come back and listen some more.
1: And if you have questions, you know, feel free to contact us. There's a uh, email address, uh, contact at getwisdom.com. Uh, be sure to send questions our way, and uh, we'll look into them if, if it seems like those questions have broad appeal. Um, Carl, I think we're just about out of time here. Check us out at GetWisdom.com. Download our prayer book. We talked about urgent prayer as well uh, at GetWisdom.com slash prayer. And we'll be back next week with another show for you. Thanks, Carl.
0: Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week.